These are the facts as I recall them and as they have been reported and documented. Parents in Oakland County, so-called adults, bought their 15-year-old a gun as a Thanksgiving present. The child they were raising was troubled and had diaries filled of weird writing, wrote things down like, help me, was hearing voices, killed baby birds, etc. Um, 15-year-old takes gun to school. 15-year-old is acting weirdly in school. School calls parents. Mother comes to the school, says, I can't be bothered with this. You look after him. Leaves him in class. School sends him back to class. 15-year-old, who had that gun in his backpack the whole time they were talking and they didn't know, didn't check, killed four students, injured seven others. 15-year-old is arrested. Parents go on the run. They're found in Detroit and arrested and jailed separately. Um, Eventually, 15-year-old pleads guilty, sentenced to life in prison. Parents been in jail for a year and a half now, waiting for their day in court for manslaughter or worse. And now comes the actual trials. Which comes first? They're going to be tried separately. Can Ethan Crumley testify, the 15-year-old, in those trials? These are the questions that are starting to be answered. Brian Morley is an attorney with Butzel. He was a police officer in the Flint area and is on our AT&T line right now. Thank you for being here, Counselor. Thank you for having me, Michael Patrick. Good morning. Did I miss anything? No, unfortunately, it sounds like a, a bad movie, doesn't it? Terrible, a horror movie unthinkable, unimaginable at every single level, Um, particularly for the families of those four students and the greater community. So what happens now? Which parent gets tried first? And I hear there's a little twist coming from their own son. Which parent gets tried first probably doesn't matter. Um, I can't recall if you and I talked about this, but um, separating the two of them was I hate to say a good idea, but for them it probably was a good idea, especially if you're going to point fingers at the other. Uh, as I've said all along, as a brief aside, I, even though I'm a defense attorney, I, this is an excellent, that might not be the right word. I'm glad they're being prosecuted. I think it's a step in the right direction towards you and I not saying every single time we talk, how do we stop this? Um, but to, to keep pushing against the parents for their, their negligence, their gross negligence, their overt acts, whatever you want to call it, uh, for, from a societal perspective, I think it's fantastic. Who gets tried first? Meh, probably doesn't matter. And then, of course, you, your staff pointed out the little court that uh, the son is trying to pull. So... Um, and I, I haven't researched that. More specifically, it's my understanding his appellate attorneys, he's got a, a, an appeal through the state appellate defender's office, and they are in a letter to the court, which, as I say that out loud, is pretty important. They, you don't just write letters to the judge. You file a motion or you assert some legal foundation. They are alleging that he should not be allowed to testify in the trial involving his parents for Fifth Amendment purposes. 
I haven't researched this, so I'm going off mm-hmm. my own thoughts. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Am I interrupting you? No, I'm, uh, I'm listening and wondering what happens because jury selection is about to begin for Jennifer Crumbly, the mother. And uh, to your point, Ethan Crumbly, the shooter, has been sentenced to life in prison without parole. As you suggest, he is uh, appealing that now. And I guess the peril is that if he testifies as a witness in either of his parents' trials, he could put his own appeal in jeopardy? I don't think so. Uh, And this is just my opinion, and I've been thinking about it since his staff reached out to me. In my opinion, he waived his Fifth Amendment rights once he pled guilty and established the factual basis. And candidly, I'm assuming he pled guilty or as opposed to no contest. But in a guilty plea, you have to tell the court what makes you guilty of that crime. You have to say on this particular date, I did this. Um, so that, in my opinion, then and there waves Fifth Amendment protection. So whether he testifies that, yes, my dad or my mom gave me the gun, it's unrelated to his conviction. Furthermore, an appeal in and of itself, and when I was younger, it took me a while to get around this, an appeal has to be based on legal error. You don't Mm. just get, not like TV, you don't go to the Court of Appeals and they say, meh, you're right, we don't don't really like the the outcome, so you can start all over. This has to be legal error, uh, and not necessarily what you've said or haven't said. So in my opinion, first of all, a letter to the court, yeah, you're giving the other side notice, that he may assert his fifth, but you have to do that. But I, in my opinion, I don't think there's a foundation for it. Well, I mean, they're going to ask the kid, right, whose idea was it to have a gun? Did you tell your parents you were cracking up when they bought you the gun? Did they know anything about the troubles you were going through, right? Those are going to be the germane questions that lead to possible involuntary manslaughter? Absolutely, and think it, think it through with, with your line of questioning right there. That's nothing to do with what he did. Uh, irrespective of who got you the gun or why they got it or what they knew about you, you pulled the trigger. So on, on that side of the equation, that part's done. On this side, it, it goes towards the culpability or, or the criminal responsibility of mom and dad. And I, 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 like I said, I think he, he has to testify because he's already waived his right to remain silent or the, assert the fifth. And mm-hmm. I think he can and should and ought to uh, testify in that trial. Well, I don't know. I don't want to get the gun people mad, but I hope it stops parents, so-called parents, by the way, from just handing over guns to their 15-year-old and not knowing where they are, where they take them, or what they're doing. Dear God. Brian Morley, an attorney with Butzel, has been on the front line as a police officer in Flint. It's Michael Patrick Shields all across Michigan through the AT&T microphones. This is Chris Buck with the Michigan Reimagined Podcast. When it comes to creating commercial and residential spaces, there's no one I trust more than my friends at the Forsberg Real Estate Company. Brent and his team take a holistic approach to creating an environment that suits your needs while creating a foundation for a prosperous community. Since the 1950s, Forsberg has been a name to trust if you're looking to partner on a project, occupy a great space to live or work. Reach out to my friends at Forsberg Real Estate Company by calling 517-349-9330 or check out their website at lansingrealestate.com. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? 
It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer Family Pack Boneless Skinless Chicken Breasts, Earthbound Farm Organic Salad, General Mills Cereal, Pepperidge Farm Goldfish, and select Coca-Cola or Pepsi products. Plus, you get the same low prices in-store and online. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app.